Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a few others. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And I save the best part for last. It's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. and practical, informative and inspirational. How you gonna do better if you don't know what better looks like? I do. Come on, let's talk about it with me, the Mind Massager. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Hey, Chris, how you doing? How are you? All right. I saw you when you popped in. I was trying to give them, playing the music, giving them a little more time to come in. And I can also uh, share this thread with a couple of different uh, couple of different groups. How, uh, everything good with you, though? How was yeah. your week been so far? No, it's been great. Hey, I can do an Equus background if you let me change it. Let's go to settings. Go ahead. Do it. Let's do you it. like that? You like that? You like a, like how I did that? Yeah, you know, I did. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I oh, there we are. Oh, it's I not thought I would do one. Need to, rep- need to represent my company. Hold on. 
I knew I need to represent my company. So I said, let me change my background. I, I changed the intellectual stew to Equus Financial. Oh. But uh, those of y'all that are in the chat, do me a favor right quick. Uh, go ahead and share this and let people know uh, that we're on. We're going to talk about we're going to be talking with Chris Tensman probably for about 30 minutes or so. And um, and then we'll uh, move on. But you, it's going to have she's going to answer some questions about life insurance and tell you how to properly apply it to your life. We uh we had a show a couple of weeks ago and we got some pretty good reviews and got some uh got some good traction on that show. So I wanted to uh she uh, wanted to come back again today and she wanted to share with you all uh help us un- better understand life insurance so uh we can be more effect- use it more effectively in our lives. We un- uh Chris so many of us are under the m- uh misconception uh that life insurance is only for death purposes or, mm-hmm. you know, just, just to, just to pay uh, that they're going to get rich or whatever uh, <laughs> off of a life off of uh, as far as being a beneficiary of a life insurance policy. And, uh, sure. and I wanted you, I wanted you to come today and, uh, and correct some of those myths. Do me a favor uh, for those that might not know who you are, go ahead and give us your background again, once again, as it relates to life insurance. <laughs> Um, okay. So I've been doing this for about 14 years. Um, and we were on a couple of weeks ago. I think it's been two weeks now. Is that right? Something like that. Okay. I think that has, that's about right. Uh-huh. And I used to, and I, I graduated from, um, Elon university. I was a semi-professional, uh, soccer player in, um, Baltimore, Maryland. I played mm-hmm. for the Baltimore lady bays and let's see, I was in, corporate America for about 16 years. And I got sick and tired of making everybody else rich. And I figured if I was going to work for myself, I was going to do something that was going to change people's lives. And I've been with um, insurance for about 14 years now. And I love what you do. What's so gratifying about it? What that makes you love insurance so much? Because I know, like, so if you know, Think about the average insurance agent is in and out of the industry in a year to two years because mm-hmm. they can't make it. And okay. the reason they can't make it is because they don't love it. Okay. And they don't care about their client. The mm-hmm. thing that's so gratifying about what we do is that I know that if you purchase a life policy, whether it be a term policy, a retirement policy, or a permanent policy, that mm-hmm. it can and will change the dynamic of your life. I've never had anybody send a check back. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have an aha moment, you know, you hear something in pass and it kind of touched me on the back of my head. I'm like, Whoa, okay. I hear what you said. Nobody, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody ever has turned it. Mean, I couldn't imagine anybody returning a check. And you said something last time and we're going to get, and we're going to get into uh, the, the semantics in a minute, but you said something that I think everybody needs to hear. And I want you to say it again. You think it's everybody's responsibility to do what? What was that you said? So- I, I said that I believe that it's everybody's responsibility that once they have a job, I believe it is your responsibility as an adult to not leave the burden of putting yourself in the ground or doing cremation to your family. Again, we go back to the GoFundMe. And I will tell you a little story. Yesterday, I was sitting with a 65-year-old male here in Richmond, super Mm -hmm. nice guy. And here's exactly what he said to me. He said, I do not want to be paraded on Facebook. Wow. GoFundMe report. I want my children to have enough money to do what they need to do. 
And wow. I just I almost jumped up and hugged him. <laughs> wow. You know, um, when I when you know, when one time you had me do a pink letter campaign and yeah. um and I sent, you know, a pink letter campaign for those uh, that don't know what you buy a bunch of address leads older leads and you put them uh you you uh you copy them on pink paper and you mail them to people's houses and you get them to respond to uh, insurance so these i sent them out and people uh started to respond and one lady called me and she thought i was the insurance company she didn't think i was an agent and uh and ironically she didn't have insurance on her on her on her uh, boyfriend and the boyfriend had just passed away and they were living. They were living in a home together. Everything was in his name, you know. And so she was three weeks too late, you know. If I had called her a month and a half sooner, you know, because he was helping me relatively healthy, I think it's just it was a sudden incident, and he passed away, and she didn't have coverage. So, and uh, he didn't he didn't make provisions to make sure that his family was taken care of in the event of death. Because one thing about it is, uh, it, it's appointed under man. That's scripture. It's appointed under man wants to die. You know, and, 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 and death is a promise of life. So at some yep. point we are going to experience it. The thing is to be prepared and make sure that we take care of our family. So what I want to do, uh, to what I want to do, and I got a few people in the chat. I want you, if you have any questions, feel free to put those in the comments, uh, but also share this thread. We're not going to be on very long. Like I said, we're just going to share, you're going to hit some points right quick because I got an appointment at 215. I got to write a policy. So we got, so I got something I got to do anyway, but, uh, but uh, I do. Are you proud of me? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. All, right, good. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going we're going to kind of recap what we talked about last time and then we'll expand on it a little bit more. The first we have two different types pretty much of insurance people. There are permanent insurance and there are there is temporary I said there are there is permanent insurance and there is temporary insurance. First Chris explain to us what the temporary insurance is. Okay, so temporary insurance, and do you want to go, are you going to put anything across the bottom or anything, or you just want me to just use the bullet points that we talked about? Uh, I mean, I'll probably be adding stuff as you talk. I'll, okay. I'll put some stuff on there as you go, so yeah. Okay, so yeah. here's here's what I like, and, and the reason that I want to talk about this is because I think that it's actually important that we discuss um, the important keys to term insurance. Term insurance is temporary. It's for a period of time meaning 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 or 30. Normally a term period a term insurance policy never goes beyond 30 years. So if you see at the top of your policy that it says um, term to 85, that doesn't necessarily mean that the premium's going to stay the same. That just means that you can keep it to 85, but most of the insurance that you buy through the mail goes up every five years or is one year annual renewable, meaning it goes up every year or every five years. Okay. okay. Right, so that's, that, that's, that's key. So uh, here, here, here that people don't know I'm online, but that's fine. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> I guess I got to let everybody know my schedule, but uh, so, so term, listen, people term insurance is just what it says. It is for a period of time. It's for a period. Hear me, hear me when I say that again. It is for a period of time. I'm, I'm putting it on the screen. It's for a period of time. Oops, I ain't, what I'm, here it is. A, term, a period of time. 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. So it's for a period of time. So tell me something, Chris. Uh, when is the best time to have the term type of insurance? Okay. So... The best time to have term insurance 
-hmm. is when you are young, you have a bunch of debt and you have your family. Okay. 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 Now you're gonna ask me why, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was that was the move. But you know, since you taking the words out of my mouth, go ahead. All right. So <laughs> why? Because that's when you have your largest form of debt, okay. and when you die at a young age, it's more impactful and devastating than after you pay off a lot of your debt in your older years. Okay, that makes a, that, that that makes a whole. A whole lot of sense. Um, so when you're young, that mean and for let me let's let, let's talk how it's intended to be. Young families, yep. uh, you know, twenty eight to twenty eight to thirty three, thirty four, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids are coming on the scene now. Uh, 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 just getting a mortgage, uh, getting mm-hmm. a car note, trying to establish yourself. You're in your careers, but you're not deep enough in your careers where you're able to save any money. So now you're able to get temporary insurance which is term insurance and you're able to explain this for me you're able to get the larger denominations of mm-hmm. insurance uh yep. because we, and we'll go into whole life in a little while but explain to them why we're able to get the larger like the hundred thousands and the two hundred thousands and all those types of numbers in that mm-hmm. in that age right in that younger age range okay so you're you're basically that's when you incur your most debt you got a family you got a a a mortgage, you got car notes, you got credit card debt, whatever. Again, you're establishing yourself. The reason that we can get more insurance for a lower cost is because we're younger and we're healthier and the risk for the carrier or the insurance carrier is not as great. Okay. Okay. Because you're healthier now. You don't have, you don't, you, mean, you haven't developed the diabetes of life. You haven't had your first heart attack, all those things. So the likelihood of mortality is very low. So mm-hmm. therefore you're able to buy more insurance at a, at, at a very reduced rate, I guess, if that, if, if that's the best way. Is that yep. a good way of saying it? Yep. You okay. get more insurance for a smaller cost because mm-hmm. the risk that something's going to happen to you is smaller. Okay, so that that's going to be our temporary insurance now, uh, and with the insurance, um, the temporary insurance, what we sell or what what, what we provide, ha- also comes with something called living benefits, that's correct? correct? Because yeah. most people believe that insurance only pays when you die. Hold on one second. I, I want to show this little video right quick, and then we'll come back and say, I'm going to surprise you. I'm, I'm going to make you proud of me today. Watch this. Comes to mind. Most might think of money accessible to loved ones only after you kick the bucket. But what if we told you there's a new kind of life insurance? One far more useful than the old kind of life insurance. One that can be utilized while you're still living. It's not too good to be true. It's called living benefits. Medicine and medical technology have evolved significantly, allowing those who suffer from a chronic, critical, or terminal illness an ever-increasing chance of survival. Unfortunately, medical costs associated with suffering these illnesses have increased as well. Consider this. Approximately every 40 seconds, an American will suffer a heart attack. 90% of those Americans will survive that attack. Now consider that two-thirds 66% of all American bankruptcies are the direct result of a critical illness, such as heart attack and the medical expenses that follow. Something's not right here, folks. Worry not. Living Benefits is here to make things right again. 
by allowing you to accelerate your death benefit after enduring a major health event. Living benefits help to cover your medical bills, deductibles, co-pays, and experimental treatments and can even replace your lost income during recovery. If that doesn't convince you of the incredible power of living benefits, perhaps this will. The new kind of insurance costs the same as your old kind of insurance. Equus Financial understands the importance of living benefits and wants to ensure you can protect yourself, your family, and your peace of mind. If you're interested in learning more, contact an Equus agent today. Don't leave your well-being up to All right, so explain to us what we just heard, if you don't mind. Okay, so living benefits are this. Chronic, critical, and terminal illness. Chronic illness being that you cannot perform two of your six daily living activities, dressing, bathing, eating, toileting, and transferring. The actual policy will pay you 24% of the face amount of the policy. So example, you go into the hospital with COVID and you're there for four months and it's 90 day period that you are sick. They will pay you 24% of the face amount of the policy. If you had a hundred thousand dollar face amount, they would pay you 24,000 in a lump sum, which makes it better than an Aflac policy because Aflac's going to pay you daily and they might only pay you $30. And how much or how many days do you have to be out to get that 24,000 amount? Wow. So that's a chronic, right? Which chronic. one is that? Okay. And then we also have the other two. What is the other one? Critical? Ter terminal illness is okay. going to be in the event that you are diagnosed with a terminal illness and death is eminent by a doctor within the next 24 months. And it doesn't matter if you live past the 24 months, they will accelerate 100% of the face amount of the policy to you so that you can get all of your affairs in order and spend the time with your family that you should be spending with them without the anxiety of debt. Wow. And then the other one, the final one is critical. Critical. Okay. Yep. Critical illness Examples, heart attack, stroke, ALS, cancer, kidney failure, blindness due to diabetes, any type of organ transplant. They will mm -hmm. pay up to 100%, but there is a, an item that you need to understand about that. Remember, mm -hmm. these are critical illnesses. These are illnesses that are going to keep you out of work. This is not a knee replacement. This is not a hip replacement. This is not a broken arm. Okay. These are major medical events. And it is based on your remaining life expectancy. So, for example, if you had a heart attack and you damaged 40% of your heart, then your remaining life expectancy would have decreased by that same 40%. So, if you had a $100,000 policy, they would cut you a check for $40,000. Wow. And if you were out of work for nine months, that would help you not fall behind on medical bills Absolutely. and not fall behind on your mortgage. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that and that's that's the key component, folks. Mm -hmm. These policies offer living benefits. You don't have to pass away to get those benefits. How many times have you seen someone who's had a major medical uh, mishap or something happen to them and then they fall in debt, you know, and then they're just waiting to pass away or whatnot? Now, if they have the, if they had this type of policy, uh, they would be advanced money. And that and that that one about Chris, about the about the covid. Yeah. That's amazing. So if they're in, if they're in the hospital for four months, is that what you said? 
Yeah. Then they can they can if they had a hundred thousand dollar policy, mm-hmm. they would be advanced twenty four percent of that policy in one lump sum. So, I mean, that's twenty four thousand dollars divided by four months. That's six grand a month. Yep. While you're out in one lump sum, yep. if you were, I mean, if something, God forbid, it were to happen, but if you were to contract to contract an illness, that's not even deathly. That's one that's that you survived. And it still paid you while you were yet still in your in your life cycle. That's that that's that's amazing. That's amazing. All right. So that's the terminal insurance and the I mean the per, the, the, temp, the temporary insurance, mm-hmm. which is term policy. And we say that our policies also offer living benefits. Now, another component of our insur- of our policies also is the are the medical questions. Correct. Um, you only you only have to answer medical questions. You don't you, have to do you you do you do not have to do blood work and you do not have to do urine up to a certain amount of coverage. Okay, okay, and that's that, a lot of people like that. They don't have they don't want to give that blood away for whatever reason. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that that's t- those are t- that's that's temporary insurance. But what, let's talk about permanent insurance. Give us the uh, different types of per- uh, permanent insurance. I'm okay, permanent. so we've got two types of permanent insurance. Okay, there's one that we call the indexed universal life, which if it's funded properly, you can use it as a retirement plan because it has a compound interest component and a tax free payout. Okay. And then there's whole life, which is guaranteed and governed by the United States government. It will only grow at 2%. Okay. So it's mm-hmm. not going to accumulate a ton of cash value, but it is guaranteed to pay out because the premium is locked in for your entire life. And those policies go up to age 121. The premium is locked in for your entire life. So if you're paying $50 a month, that never changes. That, that's going to be consistent. So the and, difference between... Go ahead. And the face amount of the policy does not decrease over time either. Absolutely. And the difference between that and term, and that's what I want people to understand. If you got a little policy where you're paying $30 a month for $100,000 of policies and you're 25 now and you got a 30 year policy, 25 plus 30, that's 55. At 55, if you've not put anything else in place, you're going to have to get a new policy. And at that point, they're going to rate you as a 55 year old, not a 25 year old. And they're going to rate you at 55 with your medical ailments if you have those now, not as that 25, that vibrant 25 year old that was looking a certain way. No, you they're going to rate you differently. So the so the premium could change. Difference is with a whole life policy is that whatever that policy is, whatever the premium is, it's going to stay that forever. Now, the difference also, Kristen, I want you to explain this to him as well. Now, you might buy a $100,000 term life policy that costs you $40, but you can probably buy young $150,000 policy for the same $40, right? But yep. what's the difference? The the difference is this. So you're young, less risk. That's why it doesn't cost as much when you're young. The problem that, that, that people experience is as soon as they get into financial trouble, they want to cash out that whole life policy, use that cash value to get them out of trouble. The mm-hmm. problem with that is you're never going to get that premium and you're never going to get that policy back and you're never going to be any healthier than you are when you got it. Absolutely. 
Okay. I never thought about it like that. That's good. That's good. So let's um that's good. So let's talk a little bit more about that index universal life policy, if you don't mind. Um you said it can if it's funded properly, explain the funded properly. Well, not not too not not too deep because you know you confuse me sometimes when you talk about. It. But <laughs> but talk about uh, so t- t- give us an example of what how how our index universal life policy works. All right. So most people think index universal life is bad. The problem is is that you've probably dealt with somebody who only funds it so that the policy will stay in force, meaning you're not using the product properly. Okay. How we structure our products is we overfund them because they have some really great kept secrets called compound interest. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if you were to fund an IRA, we all know that that IRA is only going to grow at probably two and a half percent and it's taxed when you take it out on the capital gains. It is what it is. And you can only put in so much based on either being a single person or being a married person. And I believe the max is $6,500 per household. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, if you are going to fund an IRA, you might want to look at an indexed universal life because for the same money, you could be getting six to seven percent compound interest. You can mm-hmm. be getting a death benefit. Yeah. And you can be getting living benefits all in the same product. And you're and not limited. And you're not limited to sixty five hundred dollars either. No, you're not. No, you're not. But sorry. I was like, what? I thought my beard touched the microphone. I'm like, did my beard grip me? I know I tried. <laughs> like, where did noise come from? <laughs> yeah, she breeds. She breeds like champion uh, Labradors, right? You got it. You got it. And 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 you let a ring go off in this house <laughs> and you know somebody's in my house. So Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So sorry about that guys, but um you know that's that's the beauty too of being able to uh you know work from home and and not have to work for someone else. So Absolutely. Um, with that being said, so what can happen with those um policies is again like you said, you've got where you don't have a maximum amount that you can put in if we structure it properly, you can grow with your job long term. So say you can only put in $300, you know, the first five years, but then after five years, you know, you're going to get a raise or you're going to move up at your company. Now you can actually put in $600. If we structure the product properly, we can supplement social security. If it's even there when you, um, you know, when you get ready to retire, um, if you're paying into your 401k more than 3% and your company's only matching 3%, you're going to want to use those funds as well to kind of supplement this as a retirement plan. Because what's going on here is what we're doing is we're creating a tax-free environment for you that you can't create anywhere else. We still good? Looks like everything's blacked out here. Chris, are you there? I'm here. 
All right. I mean, I don't know what happened right then. I, I think it was something with StreamYard. But you, 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 I heard last thing I heard you say if you were structuring a certain amount. We said if we put six hundred dollars in, then it kind mm-hmm. of went away. Yeah. So, so for instance, say you have a four hundred one k at work. Here's okay. here's here's where I talk to people about how to structure a indexed universal life product properly. So, say I have a four hundred one k at work and I'm putting in one hundred and fifty dollars biweekly, mm-hmm. and let's just say that that's six percent of my income. But my company's only matching 3%. Well, essentially, you're putting in 3% that you're really only going to get 1.5% on because you have to pay the taxes on anything that's above the 3% match. So if your company matches 3%, you should put in 3% because I call that free money because essentially your company's paying for your taxes. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. You're putting gotcha. in more than the 3%. You need to stop. Because you got to give that back to the government. You'd be better off taking that extra money that you're overfunding your 401k with and put it into an indexed universal life product because here's what happens. It's compounding interest. You don't have the up and down with the market that you have with a 401k. Mm -hmm. And when you get ready to retire, you loan the money back to yourself. And if you know anything about loans, you don't pay taxes on a loan. So you're essentially creating a banking system for yourself. Absolutely. I, it's, some of the illustrations that I've seen have been, I mean, just crazy. I mean, you, people don't know you can, that whole concept of a million dollar baby. If you it take a, if you take, if you take a child at a certain age and start investing in life insurance for that child, when that child retires, he can literally, he or she can literally have a million dollars sitting there and it's tax free, it's safe from probate, and you can use it in, it has a death benefit, a major death benefit, and you are, and you can live off of it, like you said, through policy loans. And even while you're taking out the policy loans, the death benefit is still there. So uh, it's, 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 it's made, that, and that's why you take out the policy loans. That's why you yep. don't take a lump sum because you want to keep the account value. At a certain, uh, I guess I did learn something, didn't I, Chris? I was paying attention. I don't know what's going on with me. And, <laughs> so and don't forget, you get the living benefits with the chronic, critical, and terminal illness, and you don't have that with a 401k. You don't have okay. a death benefit. You got a death benefit. Like, if you die, they get what's in the account. That's it. Okay. Gotcha. And so, and, and also with a 401k, uh, the debtors, the, the creditors and debtors can get that first, right, yes. if you pass away? Yes. But, 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 but. They can't with life insurance at all. Nope. So, so, so the credit, so the four hundred one k is susceptible to taxation. It's subject uh, subject to the credit man. It's subject to uh, the probate, everything else. But ta- life market. insurance, yeah, and, and the, the market. market because the market goes up, up, and we know it corrects itself. Don't get us wrong. But with indexing, uh, we we're, we're safer because we get to participate in the gains, but we don't have to participate in the losses. That's correct. correct. Yeah. Yep. So when the market loses, you don't lose. But mm-hmm. when the market wins, you win. And so on average, uh, it typically pays somewhere between four and seven percent. If and, and that's a retirement, too. That's another mm-hmm. insurance product that does not have to only pay when you pass away. Yep. That's an insurance policy that you can use to help uh, help you through retirement. So let's talk finally about whole life. Uh, okay. It's a whole life is usually a, a, a product that we call final expense. Correct. Yep. That's correct. Now, how, do, uh, how does that work? Guaranteed to pay out when you die. The same okay. as like the guarantees with our life is that we will pay taxes and that we mm-hmm. will die. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you avoid avoid long enough, you yeah you go you go accelerate that. Yeah, that's true. So uh, now do 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 and I heard this before. I don't know if it's true or not. The do me uh, excuse me final expense policies pay faster than term policies. It's that I think that's a myth because okay. there there's a couple of things that confuse people. So. Every insurance product that is purchased in the entire United States has a contestability period. It doesn't matter if it's permanent or temporary. What that does, what that means is this. The insurance carrier has the right to look back on the information on the application to make sure that the client did not hide or lie on their application. So there's a two-year period or look back period to make sure that they told us the truth two years from the time from the time of death from the time that they signed the application or oh, from the time time of that so in, mm-hmm. after two years mm-hmm. then there's no contestability period anymore no nope. so they pay so they pay automatic unless it's like mm-hmm. a half million dollar policy or something like that or does not really matter no 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 doesn't matter but but i tell people this all the time the reason i talk to about contestability period and mm-hmm. wait period because I think it really confuses clients. Okay. And 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 most of these contestability periods, it doesn't matter what type of insurance policy you buy, as long as you tell the truth on your application, they will pay out the policy. The problem is, is that people who are sick know that they can't get coverage and they try to buck the system. Okay. That's why we have so many disgruntled people about saying, well, the company didn't pay. Well, there's probably a good reason the company did not pay. Now, is, is, is there a difference between the contestability period and the elimination period? Uh, you mean a wait period? Yeah, that's what I mean. Wait period, yeah. There, there, it, it, there is, because normally you wouldn't write a guaranteed issue product, meaning mm-hmm. that the client has to wait two years for the policy to pay out. Because the the client's telling you that they're already sick. So a guaranteed issue product does not have any medical questions at all. It is what it is. It's guaranteed issue. If you die of an accident, it will pay out day one. But if you have to wait for a health condition, you have to wait 24 months in one day. Okay. Yeah. I, I sold one of those. I sold uh, I sold one of those recently and I, I was amazed because it were there weren't any questions. I mean there were any yep. health questions. They just was get their get the basically get their checking account information and go to work. I mean but and they understood that because that person right. had passed away and came back to life, honestly. She had a heart attack and and uh, and, and, and almost passed away. So she but but we're able to offer her something. And that that's the good thing about it. And yeah. if the law, if she does make it those two years, yes. then she will have coverage. And that's Absolutely. that. And I'm glad we're able we're able to cover her and help her through her time, a rough time. So let me ask you a question. Why should we have permanent insurance and what is the cost? So permanent insurance pays out guaranteed payout at death. Mm-hmm. And, and what is the cost? Here's here's the cost. If you don't do it, then somebody else has to do it for you, which is a burden. If you do do it, depending upon how much coverage that you want is going to depend on the cost. And that's why I always tell people after you're 50, you should be looking at permanent coverage. And so as close to 50 as possible, Mm -hmm. because I mean, it's, it's amazing now how you have, I have people 
they're 50 and 60 and they're calling for insurance for their mother and father, you know, and, the, and, and their mother's 75, 80 years old. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now they need a policy and it's $250, $300 a month, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, they're, they're wrestling with, should I pay $300 a month thinking that she might not live, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, for pay for $10,000 of policy, mm-hmm. but she might, but she might live five years and I overpaid the policy, you know, I'll pay mm-hmm. more than, so that, that, that's, that's a tough one. So the safest thing to do, is to make sure that you're covered at the you know as close to fifty with least with permanent insurance with permanent Correct. insurance temporary insurance while you're young, mm-hmm. but as you get a little bit older, making sure around that fifty age you need to make sure you have something permanent in place. Do you ever recommend a time to get permanent insurance prior to the age? Yep, I call I call it stacking your insurance. It's what I did. Okay, so I, I have that. both. I got term and permanent in my forties. In your forties, so while it was still affordable, instead instead of waiting until you, like I said, because if you wait until you're fifty five, sixty, mm-hmm. now you go and try to purchase a whole life, it's going to be a lot more expensive. It's going to be seventy, eighty dollars a month, and you're not going to get as much benefit for me. Well, policy uh, mm-hmm. amount, but but if you do it while you're young, I have you. I mean, folks, I have people now that are doing paid up policies for their children. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they have seven year plans that they can pay for their children and the policy is paid off. What kind of what maybe that's a gift you can give your baby, <laughs> you know, the twenty five thousand dollar policy that is sitting there that's paid for, you yeah. know, but or else you can pay through, I mean, the, up to 100. Uh, but you need more coverage for your children. We can definitely help you with that. We can definitely help you with it. I have a friend. She was on with me last night. She insured th- her three children. I think 26, 21, and 19, she got all three of them at least $50,000 worth of coverage. And I think she didn't pay any more than 50 bucks for all three of them. You know, and that's if something happened. It's it, That's what it's for. It's mm-hmm. in place in case an emergency happens, in case something happens, and you don't want to have to pay that out of your pocket. Uh, you're not, it's not, that we don't, we're not, we shouldn't depend on GoFundMe. And, and that is so powerful what you said your client said yesterday. I don't want nobody parading me on Facebook. He, I almost, I almost jumped up and hugged the man. I was like, oh my gosh, somebody gets it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I, I guess that's a way of saying I'm dying with dignity. I'm going to make sure that I've set my affairs before I left and got out of here. And you can do that while you're young. Because I mean, we pay, some of us pay $250, $300 a month for cell phones. We pay all kind of money for hair and all the and haircuts and all this kind of stuff. I pay nails and everything. I ain't trying to put point finger nobody, but I mean, I pay a hundred, hundred forty, hundred fifty dollars a month for haircuts. You know what I'm saying? And and I got, but I got, I got babies, <laughs> and right. I got to make sure that if something were to happen, well, they're not babies anymore; they're grown. But if something were to happen, yep. they are covered. Yeah. <laughs> they're covered. They'll get a lump sum, and that lump sum is going to help them. For a, a period, at least for a time, you know, to help them get through for a few years, you know, at least pay the rent up for two or three years or a car and pay a car off or do something that's going to eliminate debt and make life easier for them. So mm-hmm. and also they're going to be able to bury me. And mm-hmm. that's that's the goal. That's the I mean, goal. here here's what here's what we we talk about. You always want to leave somebody better than you found them. We're okay. not trying to. I mean, granted, we get a commission for writing a policy, but we're not trying to get rich. Yeah. We just want you to be taken care of. And and honestly, I live and die by this. And I live and die by it because I think it's important. I don't care how much coverage you get because I believe that something is better than nothing. Yeah. 
you know, I, I I'm learning that when I when I was watching some of the uh, the classes, I mean some of the uh, trainings, how they were just setting people up just to make sure that if if Mr. Bob died, that they could, I mean, the mortgage was five hundred dollars a month, you know, and then they could go five hundred times twelve. What's that? Sixty thousand. You know, they made sure they put sixty thousand dollars in place just to get them through that time. You know, just a period of time, and we, you got and that's smart just to make sure they have something. So, uh, Chris, I appreciate you. I'm not gonna hold you any longer. It looks like uh, our time has expired, and but uh, but uh, people will catch the replay. People have people will catch the replay, and uh, I think we have a better understanding of what term life is and what permanent is. Term life is going to excuse me. Uh, uh, temporary is you're going to be your term life. And you need to get that while you're young, while you have the most debt. We're recapping right now. While you have the most debt, while you have the most debt. And whole life is going to take you on over. <laughs> Make sure that your family is coming, uh, that your uh, burial is covered. And then you have an index universal life that you can use uh, as a retirement tool. Uh, and that's, I mean, for those of you all that have 401k, you put in 7% in your 401k because they're allowing you to. You think they're smart, but they're only matching three. You might want well to take that other four percent, put it in the index universal life, and get and, and get some money that you can see because you're not going to see any of that. That money's going to the government. Mm-hmm. Government's going to hit you, and people don't even realize that they don't even understand if the tax tax deferred is not tax de, de, tax delayed. It, I mean, tax delayed is not tax deferred. <laughs> you're going to pay taxes at some point, and mm-hmm. usually taxes aren't going down. Taxes are going up. So if you don't pay it to twenty to your fifty nine and a half. And that's 25 years from now, we might be a 60% tax bracket by then. And all and, they, and, they, and they're going to hit your 401k first. So take that extra money and invest it in an index universal life. And I can help you with that. Chris can help you with that. So, uh, y'all, if you need any type of life insurance, if you need whole life, you need term life, uh, if you're in, uh, if you ha- if you need it, get reach out to me. Let me know, and I will definitely make sure that we can get you and your family protected. Chris, I appreciate you. Appreciate, appreciate you, my friend. And we'll come on again probably in the next two or three weeks, and we'll talk a little bit more. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more in depth about Index Universal Life so we can uh, show you all how to use it as a retirement tool, okay? So I always, ask the, I always ask the same question every time we get off the show, so I'm going to ask it again. Uh, the world is changing. My question to you is why do you remain the same? Y'all have a good day. <laughs>